Howdy, folks, and welcome to A Green Way Forward. I'm your host, David Cobb. This is the weekly program where we look at issues, events, and people specifically through the lens of the Green Party's commitment of peace, justice, democracy, and ecology. And on this program, we're bringing you Zerlina Smith. Zerlina is somebody I got to know very well during the Stein Baraka campaign of 2018. She served as the Midwest regional coordinator of that historic campaign. I experienced her as a relentlessly positive organizer, always able and willing to do what needed to be done, even as she juggled her responsibilities uh, in several nonprofit uh, groups that she was part of and as a single mother. Zerlina Smith, welcome to A Green Way Forward. Oh, thank you, David. Thank you for the advice. So I want to let the viewers and listeners know that even right now, you are actually (laughs) at a public meeting in the south side of Chicago. So this is a little bit unusual. Tell us where you are, Zerlina. I am at a meeting empowering people on financial dependency literacy in regards to them retiring. What does that look like in a community forum-based meeting in regards to just advocating around the basic necessities that people need in their community? So, and I am on the south side of Chicago with my daughter and other families trying to get the information that we need to continue to organize and educate people across the city of Chicago. So, folks, I just want to let that sink in for a moment. Zerlina Smith running... Uh, for city council in Chicago in the 29th ward, uh, a, a couple of weeks before the election. And here she is doing basic educating, organizing, uh, and work in support of the folks, uh, who would be her constituents. So you can see why I'm so excited to have this conversation with Zerlina Smith. Uh, Zerlina, I also know that and remember that you ran for, uh, uh, this city council, uh, 29th Ward in Chicago back in 2015, and you currently serve as the co-chair of the Illinois State Green Party, and you are very active in the Chicago uh, Green Party. So you've got lots of credentials and experience uh, running and rolling with the Green Party, don't you? Yes, I love the Green Party. I mean, everyone says I'm that Angela Davis of the Green Party. So when you think of what the Green Party is, it's a perfect place for me to call home when we stand up and we fight for green issues, things that are so badly needed to bring awareness to African-American communities. So, yes, I am all in and all out for the Green Party. I got to tell you, Zerlina, uh, I still remember uh, when uh, Jamu Baraka, uh, after he rolled through Chicago on one of his tours, he specifically made it a point uh, to tell me to make sure to circle back uh, with this fine organizer that he had met there. <laughs> and of course, I was very proud to say, man, I already know who you're talking about. I'm already rolling with her. We already got something going on. Uh, so you made not an impression on me, but a Jamu Baraka uh, as well. Uh, Zerlina, let's shift gears a little bit from, you know, your role as a Stein Baraka organizer in 2018, your role uh, as a Green Party uh, activist to your specific Chicago City Council campaign. Tell the viewers and listeners, what are you running on? What are the key issues uh, that you are bringing to, into this campaign? Well, let's see. The 29th Ward in the city of Chicago is very diverse. It communities 
um, well, let's just say blocks. We'll say blocks in the 29th Ward because really the only communities that we have is a new part of the 29th Ward, which is Gilwood, that has been remapped in, which has a lot of union workers. Um, there are issues on that side, which is the north side of the ward, where my campaign office actually said it's property taxes and infrastructure. When you look at our property taxes, we don't get the city services that we need across the 29th Ward or across the city. And when you look at the part where I live in, hold on, that when you look at the part that I live in, it is more than just property taxes. It's violence, it's economic development, it's the actual information that's so badly needed when it comes to not just educating our youth, because we have six schools that were closed in the Austin community in the 29th Ward in the last 50 school closings of Chicago. So we have a lack of investment in education. We have a lack of investment in our children. We have a lack of investment in our seniors just because they don't have the basic necessities that they need in their community. We have a food desert in the 29th Ward. We have three major grocery stores and those aren't the basic big box stores the fruits and vegetables are very limited when you think of the high cost of energy in chicago think of the west side think of african-americans and people of color in general if we brought green technology to our communities we can teach people how to grow their own food we can teach people how to save their own power we can teach people how to live sufficiently by making or living on minimum wage, I call it the working poor, the minimum wages that Chicago feels is stable enough for us to run households. And it's it's a lot. My platform is very big. We have mental issues that need to be addressed in all communities. We have very little mental health resources for people of color and just people in general. So it's a bigger, my platform is about the city because my one vote, once I'm representing the 29th Ward, represents the whole city of Chicago, 50 wards. So I can't just say a platform for what's going to happen in the 29th Ward. My platform is what needs to happen for the whole city of Chicago. And, you know, Zerlina, I really want to uh, uh, zero in on the reality that the city of Chicago has been governed uh, by corporate Democrats uh, for as long as I've been alive. Uh, and uh, the, 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 it seems to me like for working people and, and uh, poor people, people of color, uh, nothing has improved under their leadership. Am I being too harsh? What's, what's your experience as a Chicago resident? You're tr- it's so true. I mean, it's it's not who you know in order to qualify for the top paying jobs or to work at the non-for-profit organizations that constantly get the dollars that come in through the taxpayers. Chicago politics, the Democrats have pillaged the village, whereas when you walk outside your door, it's a nightmare. It is not a vision of anything that anyone wants to see or wants to live in, but they still continue to put the 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 financial burden on the backbones of just people in general in Chicago. We pay the highest property taxes, but yet and still, when you ride down our streets, they look like you they're about to bury caskets in them. We have so many type of issues. I mean, it's issues after issues. City services are just at the bottom rate. You get garbage pickup once a week. How do you have garbage pickup once a week when you're serving over a thousand people to a block or alley? Because we have alleys here in Chicago. How do you have 
no programs, after school programs for our kids in elementary school? How are you not being sufficient enough to give our kids in high school any real academics? We don't even have football or basketball teams in, in our high schools. When you think of what the Democratic Party has done to the black community, not communities of color, the black community, they have looked at us and looked over us. We are the forgotten community. And when you think about our civil rights and our civil laws, someone needs to file a lawsuit against the Democratic Party just for putting us in poverty wages. The West Side, the 29th War, has not had any redevelopment since the Martin Luther King riots. And that's because of the Democrat lack of we. You know, Zerlina, I am often reminded uh, of a phrase uh, that goes like this. Uh, In electoral politics, uh, as soon as you as a voter are taken for granted, you just got taken. And it seems to me like the Democratic Party takes African-American votes for granted, which means that African-Americans have gotten snookered by the Democratic Party. I'll ask you again. Am I being too harsh? No, you're not. I mean, if David, when I walked Jill Stein, the only presidential candidate who decided to come to the west side of Chicago, when I walked her through the west side of Chicago, regardless of what the media might say or what the newspapers might have wrote up, they were happy to see that she didn't just meet them in a location that everybody else attends or come to a private event, that she was actually out there, boots on the ground, hands on, engaging with the people from the community. It wasn't about a party. It was about the person and the party that brought her out to the community. The Democrats believe in closed-door deals, backdoor deals. The only time they come to our community is when they do want our vote. They don't come themselves. They send other people from the community that they have paid to do their work for them. So the Democratic Party and the city of Chicago across the country has made all communities of color and especially black votes don't matter. An issue that we should be standing up and and creating and getting behind real issues, real campaigns and real parties that support bringing what we need back to our households because our households are the basis of the community and a Democrat party is not in our household. Folks, you're watching a Green Way Forward. Perhaps you're listening to a podcast. It's still a Green Way Forward. I'm your host, David Cobb. On this week's program, we're speaking with Zerlina Smith. Zerlina is a longtime social change agent and activist, a Green Party member who serves on the Illinois State Green Party co-chair and was the Midwest Regional Coordinator for the Jill Stein Ajamu Baraka campaign of 2018. I'll invite anybody who's watching live on Facebook to remember, please share this on your own stream. We're building an audience uh, with the words of Gil Scott Heron ringing in our ears. The revolution will not be televised, but it can be brought to you through sources of non-corporately filtered news information and analysis like a green way forward. And if you're watching on, a, uh, on Facebook, please type in any questions or comments. Executive producer Michael O'Neill will harvest the interesting or and or provocative ones, and I'll make sure that Zerlina gets a chance to answer them. And lastly, I would ask all listeners, whether it's on a, a podcast or on Facebook, please go to the website, agreenwayforward.org. Sign up so we can let you know about upcoming uh, guests, upcoming specials that we're doing. Uh, Aaron writes in to ask, Zerlina, why do you think third parties are so important? Third parties are very important because it gives people options. We have been so just 
stuck in this box with this two-party system for so long that if you give the people an option, a fresh choice, a third party can be the breath of fresh air. When you think of what the two-party systems have done for you since you've been sitting on this earth, you'll know why a third party is important because I know college debt is a major issue. I'm a full-time student and there's no reason why we should should be paying astronomical fees to continue our education to better our lifestyles and our families. So a third party is the best party when you think about the city of Chicago and the state of Illinois. You know, I'm really so glad as a student, you brought up the issue of student debt because the Green Party is the only political party that is called that is on the ballot running candidates calling for the abolition of all student debt and going forward, ensuring uh, that access to undergraduate and even graduate school at the collegiate level is treated as public education and therefore offered at no cost the same that we do K through 12. Uh, Rebecca asks. I'm trying to start a DeKalb, Illinois County Green Party organization, and I'm new to the area. I'm having some trouble finding other Greens. Where can we go to get lists of local Green registered voters or supporters in Illinois or DeKalb County? Thank you for that question, Rebecca. And we've got somebody on the line who might be able to help out here. Serlina, how can we help Rebecca? Rebecca, you actually can go to the Illinois State Green Party's website, and it's just that simple. It'll tell you the chapters. Some of them are forming very quickly, so be aware that there might not be a lot of updated chapters, but we have a lot of chapters that are popping up around the city of Chicago and the state of Illinois. And if you want to know more information about just organizing and building a chapter, I have no problem with telling you my personal cell phone number, 312-487-9274. Once again, my personal cell phone number is 312-487-9274. You can call me if you want to start a chapter or we can find a chapter that's closest to you. So Mark writes in to ask, I voted for Jill, but in the midterms, I feel I have to vote for Democrats to change the guard in the House and hopefully the Senate. I don't trust the Democrats, but I feel I have to use them to overthrow Trump. Zerlina, what are your thoughts on our situation and how the two-party system is abusing us? They are holding us mentally hostage with the ballot access. And honestly, that is what the the whole system has designed itself to do, because there is no reason that when it comes time for candidates to get on a ballot, whether you're a Democrat or you're a Republican, they slide you in. You get those parties' nominations. But when it comes to third parties, the Green parties, the Libertarians, any other party, they send us through so many challenges to get on the ballot. And it's a shame because I've walked into voting booths and have just went and voted for one person and have just looked at everything else and walked away because Nine out of 10, the same people that we're voting for that we think are against each other, just like the city of Chicago, Rahm Emanuel and our current governor, Bruce Rauner, are good friends. But yet and still, they bad bad mouth each other in public, on the social media, wherever they can. But behind closed doors, they're at the same parties, hanging with the same people. It's a one-party system, not a two-party system. So you vote for a Republican, you vote for a Democrat. I just figure they just keep it even for themselves. That's why we have to create a movement with the third party. Because if we don't, we will continue to be held hostage mentally, physically, financially, and emotionally. 
So Zerlina, that's so well said. And I want to pick up on Mark's point and remind you, Mark, and all viewers and listeners of A Green Way Forward, let's just take a look at the list of what it took so-called third parties, what I will call alternative political parties, alternatives to the establishment parties to advocate at the ballot box. Because remember, they're called establishment parties because they exist to promote protect and defend the existing establishment. So if you want systemic change, think of it this way. Here's what it took alternative political parties to advocate throughout U.S. history. I'm going to start with the abolition of the enslavement of Africans. That was a third party proposal. But I'm going to continue, not just the abolition of slavery, but women getting the right to vote, the creation of the Social Security Administration, unemployment insurance, workers' compensation laws, pure food and drug laws, ending child labor. But wait, there's more. The direct election of the United States Senate, the entire framework of worker protection laws in the 40-hour work week. For goodness sakes, folks, the entire fabric of what we today consider the bare damn minimum for a semblance of a decent society, that entire framework had to be advocated for and fought by third-party activists. And let me just put a fine point on it. Third-party activists who did their work when they were called naive and unrealistic. Third-party folks who did their work when they were called dangerous un-Americans. And third-party advocates who did their work when they were called spoilers. So today, if you want to live in a society that will shift away from uh, coal and oil and the, the fossil fuel industry to sustainable energy. If you want, have a living wage where everybody has enough uh, money to live a dignified life. If you want access to healthcare as a fundamental human right and education uh, provided all the way through college without having to incur debt. If you want to live in that society, you got to be willing to vote for candidates like Zerlina Smith who are advocating for that society. So I'll stop there, Zerlina, but I just, you know, it just gets me, it gets me going when people feel like somehow this, these establishment folks are going to do what they never have done for the past 150 years. Uh, and I want to remind viewers and listeners that you are watching and or listening to A Green Way Forward. I'm your host, David Cobb. We are speaking with Zerlina Smith. Longtime Green Party activist who is also running for Chicago City Council, Ward 29. It's her second time to run for this seat. This time she's got a better campaign. She's got more money. She's got a, a better infrastructure and project. And she's running a hot campaign that deserves our attention and support. Eduardo writes in to ask, Zerlina, do you consider yourself a socialist? I consider myself an advocate, a voice for the people. I consider myself a socialist. I consider myself a communist. I consider myself whatever it is other than what a black woman in 2018 should be. When I'm out here advocating, I consider myself a voice for the issues and things that we need. I don't consider myself nothing but a person who needs change and not just me, but needs change across the country when it comes to socialist issues. That makes me a communist. And some white folks views me as a communist because I don't support every issue. The issues that I support, yes, are very socialist communist, but they're people issues, people issues. When I ran last time in 2015, I was told that I was running off white folks issues. And I'll take that because most white folks are the ones who are reading 
the ones who are actually paying attention to the BS that has been shoved down the black folks' throat when we only listen to what they have to say when it's time for election. When the Democrats and the Republicans knock on black people door, it's with the promise. It's with the thought that we're going to get something. But when you look at a socialist, when they knock on your door, they're coming hand in hand with information to educate you on what is real and what is fake. You know, I'm reminded of the famous Brazilian Archbishop uh, Camara, uh, who was an activist uh, and a he was part of the liberation theology movement uh, in uh, Brazil. Uh, and he was an not only an advocate of liberation uh, theology, but he's remembered for the social and political work for the poor that he did for his human rights work uh, for democracy during the military dictatorship there. Uh, and he preached for a church that was closer uh, to the poor and disenfranchised uh, constantly. He is quoted to having said one of the great lines, and he said this, when I give food to the poor, they call me a saint. When I ask why they are poor, they call me a communist. And I that line always really resonated with me because it seems like to me, Zerlina, that the ruling elite like to try to use the word socialist or communist or or some kind of labels as scare tactics to prevent us from asking why in the richest country the world has ever seen in its entire history has so many poor and hungry people in it. You know what? I feed the community twice a month out of my own paycheck. I work a nine to five. I go to school. I sit on multiple boards, multiple committees. I make sure that no child when Christmas that I can reach has some type of gift. We do a three school toy giveaway to early Head Start public CPS public school students. And we make sure that their parents during the week, three times a week, Whatever we can, get up to those schools and we ask those parents, what is it that you need? What is it will help you have a peace of mind to know that working that minimum wage job, paying that market rate rent, living in poverty because of the system that we elect to represent us has put us in? What is it that we need to do to make sure that when you can't be your voice, that I can be your voice? I need to hear what your thoughts, your opinions are, and how do I best advocate for not just me, but for you. And when so, Elena Smith, I want to make sure that we give you a chance, because I know you're a longtime uh, uh, member and activist uh, there, not only in the Green Party, but also advocating for poor people and working class people uh, in, your, in your ward and in the city of Chicago. Tell us a little bit about your get out the vote strategy. What's your ground game like and what can other candidates and Green Party organizers learn from you? You know, I'm an organizer by blood, David. My groundwork is find people in those communities that you want to represent. At the end of the day, those people, when you look at what the 29th Ward looks like, look at four years after I ran for the 29th Ward election in 2015. I've built better relationships with people on their blocks. We were finished with my campaign petitions to get on the ballot this November 
September 10th, we started September 28th. I had 50 people who lived in the 29th ward go from where they lived at on their blocks to knock on doors and help me circulate my petitions. People who believe in having an advocate who does not believe in the two-party system. People who have woken up and seen and have not smelt the coffee or drank the juice. When you think about organizing for anything. You need boots on the ground, boots on the ground in the community with the people in that community from the same like mind as the issue that you have. We have to educate around whatever we're organizing with. We have to make sure that we reach those people. We cannot continue to bring in outsiders to come into our community to talk about our issues and expect the community to turn out. So my theme is boots on the ground, boots on the ground for every war that you or, or state representative, Senate seat, congressman seat, whatever it is, have people that actually live in work in those issues. If you're a candidate running that know what they're going to talk about when they reach the people that they know in that community, because the best thing is word of mouth. Cause if you can get somebody and they live on a block with a hundred houses sitting on that block and they can knock on a hundred doors and say, I'm supporting her. That means they know their neighbor. So you got that support from some of those people. Zerlene, I want to back up. Did I accurately hear you say that you had 50 different people helping circulate the petitions to just get you on the ballot this time? Yes, I did. I had 50 people. That's fantastic news. And and are those 50 people doing either voter ID or GOTV with you as well? They're doing voter ID as we speak. We're, we're doing voter um, ID, GOTV, yes. When you think about our GOTV, David, I'm going to take something out your camp. Get it done. Make it happen. <laughs> Make it happen. So my GOTV is going to look like David Cobbs. It's going to look like that voice, that a fresh air that is so badly needed in the state of Illinois. It's going to be ran by the people for the people. And once I'm elected, the people will really get a chance to see and hear the socialist in Zerlina Smith because I'm about the people. Well, I, I picked that up from you from the very beginning of when we met uh, and all the work that we did together. Uh, Zerlina Smith, I want to ask, is there anything that I should have asked about that I didn't yet? If anybody would like to get in touch with me, I have a Facebook page. Um, I suggest that you go on there. You can follow me. I do weekly walks to my, well, really, I do daily walks, but I invite the community out or anyone from outside of the community to come join me, walk with me, see who I am, get to know me. I am a single mother. My child comes first, and my child is like every other child. I want to make sure that they have the best as they continue to grow. Meet and greets at my campaign office every Sunday. I cook food there. I just ask people to come out, hang out once again, get to know me, and just Google me. You'll get to know me. Google me. I'm someone that won't let you down and will be there. Well, I, that's certainly been how I've experienced you, Zerlina Smith. You you do get it done. Uh, you got it done through 2018 as the Midwest Regional Coordinator for the Stein Baraka campaign. You got it done as the Illinois State Green Party co-chair. You get it done for the Chicago Greens uh, day in and day out. And it sounds like you're running the kind of campaign that I wish more Greens would be running. I do want to give you an opportunity for any final thoughts uh, uh, before we close out this program. My thoughts is come out, come get to know me, donate to my campaign, volunteer. does not have to be financially. It could be time, phone banking. It could be door knocking. Just come out and support a candidate that's going to represent the entire city council, not just one ward. 
So look for me, find me. <laughs> Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. She, uh, Zerlina Smith is the Kim Possible uh, of the Green Party. Folks, mm-hmm. I want to, uh, Zerlina Smith, thank you so much for joining us here on A Green Way Forward and sharing your thoughts and your opinions and uh, the campaign that you're running for Chicago City Council, 29th Ward in uh, in that great city. I also want to thank Michael O'Neill, the executive producer, unpaid volunteer who does this work every week, even as he is managing the historic Howie Hawkins for Governor campaign uh, in the state of New York. So a big thank you uh, to Michael O'Neill. But most importantly, a thank you to the viewer listener, whether you're watching on this Facebook live stream, whether you're listening on the podcast, I want to thank you for participating. And remember that listening, watching is the first step. But you've got to get active. You've got to take the information that you hear here uh, and actually put it into action in your own community where you live, work, and play. Remember that it's up to us and it's just us if we're going to have justice. Peace. A Greenway Forward is produced by David Cobb and Michael O'Neill. Go to agreenwayforward.org for links to our podcast feed and iTunes subscription, plus more ways to listen. Our live stream is graciously hosted by the official Dr. Jill Stein Facebook page on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. The music for this episode is Keep Sit Real by Player 2, available under a Creative Commons license from the Free Music Archive. 